I was like the unofficial JV captain and I like <laughs> you gave, gave out the nickname and I gave everyone a non-typical nickname because mm. I as a Claire Bear was like Wait, I want to know what my non-typical nickname is I would like let me I'll think about it okay. but it's like Ponder. the example shout it out in 10 minutes yeah the example <laughs> I had was that um there was a Trevor on our team and I called him Ver and that's not ever no <laughs> I wasn't smart back then. That's funny. He was a freshman. You were a jock. It wasn't needed. No. He was a freshman. I was a senior. I called him Ver. He went by Ver on the team the rest of his high school. Ver! It's that because all of, you know, they're all freshmen. They thought it was hilarious. That and so they funny. were like, they were like, Ver! And so like, yeah, and, funny. No, it was dumb. <laughs> well, as we're fine I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we are slowly approaching the end of season Aww. Aww. And it's noticeable for me and Claire. Hopefully it's not noticeable for <laughs> any of you. You're like, wow, every day feels even brighter and lighter. Also because I don't, also don't know what we're going to do for our finale. Surprise. Okay, <laughs> surprise, surprise. We uh, typically in the, in the past have done uh, listener requests of fan fictions and then our five-star review fix. But we yep. haven't gotten that many um, requests yep. this season. So we have... Question mark. Yeah, and we have some. Like some, but they're all really yeah. long. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody. Some of them have been smut, so it's yeah. like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, do your homework, guys. You have to tell us chapter seven. It's only 3,000 words. Or give us and... all your crack fix. That's also fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, give us all your 1,000 word crack fix. Tag Grace if you want crack, Claire <laughs> if we're going to read literature. But, yes. like, you maybe. You still have time to get those in. I'm yeah. saying it at the top of the episode so you have more time. No. <laughs> it's not going to help anybody at all. Think about it during this episode. Uh, so we'll figure it out. But yes, um, our uh, prompt, Claire, do you remember what it was? <laughs> the theme was, uh, since you love horror, horror movies, yes. horror genre, you've done horror theatrical productions uh, to see what there Man, is. I really should have dove into something weird that I've specifically done. That maybe would have been a better uh, angle because uh, similar to when I had to find like any musical theater thing to compliment the Mamma Mia or no, the... Uh, yeah, the Mamma yeah, Mia Mama, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like knew too much and so I had no direction to go in. <laughs> We needed to make the box smaller. So I went on a real journey of like, where do I go? Yes. <laughs> and I started off um, with the AO3 like movie tags and was like, okay, let's think of like some classics. Let's go to um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's go to Freddy. Uh, let's go to Jason. Like all that stuff. And all of it was like weird in a way that I was like, I don't like this. Like it'd be like Freddy Krueger and OC and it's me and he has sex with me and then murders me. And I'm like, I mm. don't need that today. <laughs> I mean, I think none of them were very like fun. Like they um, were fun in a really weird way for somebody, but not yeah, for the not for live. It's audio. like sometimes you read some fanfic and you're like, I enjoyed this, but you also should go to therapy right. just in case. Right. And so then I was like, okay, maybe we got to get out of like serial killer movies. Yes. And I started looking into some other classics, and they were pretty sparse. Like I was like Poltergeist or yeah. um, Rosemary's Baby, like yeah. weird stuff. Where I was like, maybe in my brain I was thinking kind of similar of like. Rosemary's Baby AU, where some character from other shows gets pregnant and it's oh, a demon. yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, who gets pregnant in a regular movie? Um, uh, like, just like the girl from Lost. Baby Mama. Like, Baby but Mama. But it's Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby Mama. That did not happen for me. <laughs> 
Can't imagine why. How funny would that be, though? Like, you get artificially inseminated, but also... Or, like, Jane the Virgin, but it's Rosemary's Baby. Actually, <laughs> there's a movie right now called... Um, with um, Ilana from Broad City. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she was... she gets inseminated with a demon's body? Yeah. That's no. funny! It's I... not a funny movie. I started no, watching I'm sure it. No, I'm sure it's serious, <laughs> but, like, that could be funny written out. Agreed. It's the... I didn't finish... I started watching it, and then I didn't finish it, because as I was watching it, I was like... I should never do this. It's that I was like watching it and I got like 15, 20 minutes into it. And then I was like, what do people, what is the reviews of this movie? And the reviews of this movie was like, it's pretty. Did it pre- come out a while ago? No, it came out like, um, like a couple of weeks ago. I'll see if I can Here, find let it, me. That sounds like up my alley. It's oh. called False Positive. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So that was then where I went and that didn't, that was not a fruitful endeavor. And so yep. then I just started like, f- and finding other things. And I was like, okay. Um, oh, I tried like Cabin in the Woods. Cause I was like, again, maybe that'll come up with some like fun AUs and like, there was a couple things in there. There was actually one that I'm going to shout out that I'm not actually going to read because it's a uh, Cabin in the Woods. Did I, I made you watch that, right? Yes. I love it. So I, I assumed I did. Yes. Um, it's a, a crossover of Cabin in the Woods and Welcome to Night Vale, which was kind of like That's pretty cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm not reading it is because it reads so much like an episode of Night Vale and we're on a podcast that I was like, this is too meta. <laughs> So, right so it's i will i'll probably send it to you but that no. was called where the heart or equivalent internal organ is by lauren uh parentheses lauren themselves um so i'm gonna shout that out because if you like and understand welcome to night vale uh it's exactly like reading an episode of night vale but then the char- one of the characters from cabin in the woods is like transported to night vale as they are oh yeah um, good in, like the whispering woods anyway i basically like negated everything that i did because it was not giving me the results i wanted of like I just started looking at like horror movie AU, like yeah, in which yeah, yeah, like yeah. kind of like the Scooby Doo episode, like yeah, your favorite characters are like in a horror episode. Yeah, the gritty. Also, did not give me what I wanted. <laughs> I was so disappointed. It is very hard to write horror. Like that's yes. really really difficult. No, I see. That. So I get why I'm not going to be bringing you like spooks today. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No jump scares. No spooks today. Ah. So I started looking into. Um, Instead, like horror AU, but like maybe like ships that we haven't done. Okay. And one ship that we have been requested to do that we hadn't done was, um, I'm going to say Clexa, which is Clark and Lexa from, the, from, from 100, 100, yeah. which I still haven't watched. And I'm sorry, it is exactly something I would like. And I just haven't gotten around to it. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's still a global panic. Well, there's like seven, ep- like seven seasons and oh, like it's a yeah, sci-fi yeah. show. So like all yeah. the episodes are really long. It's another show that I have I'm seen. I'm still only halfway through Jane the Virgin. Like, yeah. I got a lot going on. It's a, it, that's another show that I've seen a lot of GIF things on Tumblr. Yes. So it's that I know people ship them and yes. that's the end. Well, fun fact. It is a canon couple. <gasps> what? I know. What a twist. So, okay. So we're going to get into this fic, um, which is about uh, Clark and Lexa from the 100. I'll get a little bit into who those people are. Um I guess I could right now. Anyway, <laughs> but it's uh, it's uh, from the 100, and that is a show that is sci-fi. It's about the 100, I think, is the name of the group of people, but basically they were, they're not literally sent off into space, but they're like sent off of Earth, and then an apocalypse happens, and then they come back to Earth. Okay. I want to say it's kind of like Australia, where it's a bunch of criminals that get sent off. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 And they come back. Yep. So like, it's the apocalypse, and it's this like gang of like young adult, uh, new adult people. I think I and remember kind of just running amok. I think I remember because it's it's a CW show, isn't and it? And it's I think that's why I haven't watched it because it's not on. Because I think because I, I think the reason I had seen like 
I remember the trailers for it because I was watching Supernatural, yes. and so they were like teasing. 100. Oh yeah, that sounds yeah, and ever so everyone's hot and like good. There's a lot going on because it's the CW, and so that, I think that's probably why I have yet to watch it because I'm like I feel like it's gonna get dumb. But yeah. Yeah. the other reason I haven't watched it, which uh, the author brings up, is that it uh, spoilers if you really want to watch this and somehow haven't heard, is it uh, follows the barrier gaze trope, which is when. As uh, oh. a couple become a lesbian, specifically a lesbian couple or a like uh, two women loving women couple gets together. One of them has like a tragedy or dies. Yeah. <laughs> because, oh no, what do we do next with this lesbian? That's the only thing you can do with gays. <laughs> Apparently so. you can only have them be murdered dramatically. So you gotta have them pine. So that made everyone and, really upset. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. there weren't a lot of lesbian couples on TV, especially on the CW at the time. So that is the other reason why I was like, well, I just heard about this show. Like now I don't want to go watch right. it. It's, see, this is what happens. The reviews ruin everything, but also right. it, it prevents you from wasting your time. So. Right, which fit like... Now, now I know that at least, so I'm yeah. not going to be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. like, it really sucks. It's an annoying thing. Anyway, so this I found on the, I found it under a horror movie AU. It is called Fright Night. Uh, and it is from a contest called Klexa Week Halloween Special, which was Ooh. a, so this is a big fandom, this like yeah. ship, big enough that they had their own week of just this ship. Every day, a different uh, prompt sure. for the week of Halloween. Yeah. So it's specifically like horror adjacent. Yeah. And so I don't know why I found this one before anything else, but here we are. So this is a, uh, not only a horror movie at you, it is also Alternative Universe High School. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I always think is fun. That is fun. And they're not in a horror movie. They're just going to watch horror movies. Oh. Which is again, not what I wanted, but it's what we got. Anyway, it's called Fright Night uh, slash horror movie or dash dash horror movie AU, and it's by an author called Shadez13. And I actually did get in touch with Shadez, even though this was written in 2017, which was lovely. So thank you, Shay, for giving us permission. Uh, So I asked all my typical questions. I was like, why'd you write this fic? Why do you write fic in general, et cetera, et cetera. And they touched on a lot of stuff I've already talked about, which is basically like, uh, she is a part of the LGBTQ community and... There's not a lot of representation, and because of this, uh, after they were canonized, um, one of them was killed, question mark, or died? I'm not sure. I haven't watched the show. Um, there's been a lot of, like, well, we need them together more, so there's been, like, a yeah, lot of, like, yeah, rush yeah, yeah. To, to make more things, and that is uh, similarly why this fic was written, and in general, why this author writes a lot of Klexa. They started writing a long time ago, and it was a very, like, private thing, and then eventually... She started um, writing Klexa just because she loved the characters and could relate to both of these, like, strong, like, tough women doing women things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, being badasses. Uh, and the fix eventually got to, like, Tumblr, which, yeah. this, yes, this is very much like a Tumblr, like, Good. popular ship. Um, with the gifts and whatnot. And they ended up uh, eventually posting on AO3 under an alias and submitting these different prompts to Fright Night, or to get Fright Night into this uh, Kalexa week. And they wrote this one, uh, they said it's one of their tamest, so I might go back and see if there's, again, any more fire for the for the Patreon. And this one is just so fluffy and baby gay. <laughs> and Aww. I was like, yeah, I caught that, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is Shay. She is from Queensland and is starting to be a vet and is a lesbian. <laughs> that's their, that's their Tinder bio. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Those are some fun facts. Yes. 
And, uh, alright, 27. Woo! Woo! Close to our age, which is always fun. Hello, fellow... Makes me feel... Late 20s lesbians. Yeah, makes me feel not old. <laughs> makes me feel like it's okay for me to be here. Yes. And, oh, they, they ended their email by saying, If anyone is interested, my AO3 has more stories, and I hope that maybe some of my writings or anyone else's helps someone out there feel less alone and isolated, that there is happy endings, and it will be okay. Don't make me cry. <laughs> for the summer <laughs> My eyes are burning. I know, I'm like, I can't, I can't... I can't have lesbians talking about how it's going to be okay. <laughs> Dear Shay. It's too much. I am a marshmallow that has been roasting over a fire. And literally, <laughs> so any, literally any amount of touch <laughs> will, will... Melt me to my core. <laughs> blah. <laughs> Just blah. Anyway, uh, so I'll read the description and then I'll talk about our drink. Fright Night by Shade is 13. Uh, summary is, Lex is no fan of horror movies. Clark loves them. So what happens when Polis High School has an annual Halloween Fright Night? Notes for Collects a Week Halloween special. As always, thanks for taking the time to read this piece. I greatly appreciate it. And you can always let me know what you think. And happy Collects a Week Halloween. I'm excited to see what people have come up with. Sorry for mistakes, which I don't know if there were that many. So good job. Sorry for our poor reading. No beta. This was for a contest. <laughs> so I think it was literally like write it today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I really I've, I've, get No, I've seen, some, I've seen contests like that. And I'm always like so impressed because like... Hot damn. I can barely remember to do anything. Yes. So. So our drink gets into my personal tastes of, uh, this, uh, this fic revolves around like a horror movie night that happens at a high school. So like you buy a ticket for a fright night and they show like oh. three, four horror movies in like yeah, the yeah, library, yeah. which yeah, I'm yeah. like, that sounds amazing. First of all. It's like going to a drive-in movie. <laughs> yes. It's like going to a drive-in or like going to, um, I don't know, just like, like a big sleepover or like walk-in. Like it's a combination yeah. of like a lot of fun things <laughs> that I was super into. And when I think of horror movies, they're like the one movie that I like really prefer to see in a theater because mm -hmm. like the atmosphere other people are reacting makes you react bigger oh, you're like, right, you're right, you're right. i love like <laughs> i love when you're sitting in a movie theater and someone gasps behind you and you're like oh no what's oh there it is like <laughs> it's great <laughs> so the drink is uh what in my brain you would uh bring to a movie theater to drink quietly or what you would just try to sneak into smart. a high school smart, movie smart. night mm -hmm. um and i'm calling it a Horror movie rail. <laughs> Even right, though it's yeah. not a rail, I'm not going to get... I'm, don't give me guff. In theory, it would be a rail, but I've elevated it. So that's my logic. Okay. Because my favorite movie drink is a cherry Coke. Mm -hmm. Like, suck down some popcorn. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is Coke, grenadine, and uh, it could be cherry vodka. I used regular vodka because I felt like that was going to be a little too much. So... It would be a rail if you just brought in like a shot of vodka and put it in your cherry coke. That's true. Which is exactly what I probably would do. Or what I would do at like a drive-in movie theater. Mm -hmm. So, should be pretty simple. Yeah, no, this, oh, this is good. Ooh, good big swing. Yeah, Ooh, this is... The cherry's nice. Mm -hmm. No, this is like a good, um... This is a good, like, uh, open carry alcohol. Yeah. Like, walking around um, in cities that are not Las Vegas. Yeah, or, like, uh, if you go, to, yeah, if you're going to go to, like, a secondhand theater and, like, maybe they don't have, like... Oh, yeah. Like, they have beer and stuff at, like, AMC, which is yeah. very fun. Um, yeah, I could chug this. I love a cherry Coke. I love when they put, like, a like cherry syrup in a regular Coke at, like, a fancy... Uh, yeah, say a real cherry Coke is, like, the... Whatever. Yeah, a real okay. cherry Coke real is good. when they, like, make it. Yes. I mean, like it's With something very similar to grenadine. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm sure is not grenadine. So sip on this. Pretend you are in a bunch of pillows in a library at your high school. But don't drink. <laughs> don't drink underage. A heat churns and bubbles away inside Lex's stomach, slowly seeping outwards as she takes another hesitant step inside. Something tickles the back of her neck, begging for her to turn around. And when she finally does, nothing but a cold chill runs down her spine. Mm. Regret saying yes? 
Lex's heart jumps at the sound of a raspy voice behind her, knuckles turning white as she grips the loose straps of her backpack. No, she replies through the lump in the back of her throat, causing her voice to crack. The blonde chuckles, reaching out and pulling the reluctant girl behind her, and Lexa relaxes slightly at the warmth of Clark's hand in hers. Remind me why I agreed to this, Lexa says once they stop in front of a familiar row of lockers. She keeps her eyes trained on the girl next to her, not wanting a chance to glimpse through the small window of the abandoned classroom. She knows there will be nothing there, but in the dark of night, in the desolate corridors of their high school, Lexa's imagination runs rampant. All rational and logical thought fall victim to the contorted shadows of the night. If there is something lurking in the darkness, or worse, behind her, only seen through the reflection of the window, Lexa prefers not to know about it. Still, her instincts kick in and the need to be certain outweighs the initial fear, and Lexa finds herself looking away. She can almost laugh at how ridiculous she's being when she looks into the eyes of her own terrified expression. Of course there's nothing there, but the silhouettes of empty tables and chairs stack neatly together. Which, like, yeah, abandoned high school at night, very scary. <laughs> very, yeah, scary. Very, it's like, both scary and very, like, liminal space. Yeah, so I thought this was maybe gonna get, like, spooky, spooky. but it, we take a left turn. <laughs> but, like, they set up the they set up the fear of being, like, if you're someone who really hates horror movies, like, yes, I could see this being, like, yeah, no. oh god, I've sit through so many horror movies. Yeah, no, thank you. Yes. Because it's Halloween, Clark says, once she's finally unlocked her locker. Lexa's eyes snap back to her best friend, ignoring how her heart beats against, heavily against her ribs. Plus, it's our last Fright Night. The rules were simple. Purchase three tickets to three different movies and settle in for hours upon hours of blood and gore fueled by obscene amounts of caffeine and tooth-rotting candy. Of course, she had trusted Clark to pick the movies for them, and as Lexa examines the tickets to each movie, the discomfort in her stomach spreads. The Conjuring. Lexa says with an obvious grin. It's the only movie she recognizes, although Amityville Horror doesn't sound too enticing either. Yep, all paranormal. I was going with a theme to help us build the suspense. Oh. Yay! It's sarcastic as Lexa leans into the locker with a sigh. She could possibly handle the gore. It'll make her squeamish at most, but paranormal? Lexa's no believer in heaven or hell, but the idea of a devil, of a pure evil fueled solely by unadulterated hate and possession, makes her skin crawl. Hey, Clark says softly, a hint of concern as she brushes a loose strand of Lexa's hair out of her face. I'll be all right. I'll be right here with you. Bright blue eyes shine through the darkness that surrounds them, and this time Lexa's heart elevates for a different reason. Thank you, Clark whispers, pulling away so she can reach into her locker to retrieve a plastic bag that Lexa had seen her stash away at lunch earlier. I know how much you hate more horror movies. Hate is an understatement, but Lexa keeps them to herself because Clark has been excited about this for months now. Even if it means sitting in a dark room while watching the scenes play out through the small cracks of her fingers, for Clark, she will. You want one now or later? Clark acts, peeling away the plastic to reveal a variety of energy drinks. <laughs> Maybe later. Like, like just <laughs> full, full, full caffeine panic. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, t today, I was talking with my friend about, like, how, uh, like, I have to be careful with caffeination, especially when I'm already stressed, mm -hmm. because it, like, just takes me to, like, a next level. And she was like, and she's like, that doesn't happen to me. And I was like, wild. right? And I was like, it did in high school. It doesn't to me now. Yeah. It's that I also haven't had like an energy drink in a while. No. And it's mostly like, yeah, it, it's that if I'm already in like, uh, like a stressed state right. and then I have like multiple cups of coffee or like a really one, really <laughs> strong, like big one that I'll be, it's that it just like, it makes my heart race. And then it's like, I'm probably like, just like cycle feeding into it. Right. But <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. I do get, I think I did something very similar to this in high school where like one night me and my friend got, um, oh, such a weird combination of movies. It was Teeth, 
Good. Um, Good. Uh, Paranormal Activity 1. All right. And uh, Donnie Darko, which was the one we fell asleep in. I don't I don't sure, know why sure, we put sure. Donnie Darko in the mix. Like, it's a good movie. It's just not like, oh, spooky. And straight up, yeah, there's like a picture of me like dr- like chugging a monster because I know that I can't like lay down and not fall asleep. Oh, no. This, uh, a lot of my friends tease me. The second I'm horizontal, I'm basically asleep. Right. And unless you're scared the whole time, you're like scared and then like it fades away. So it's like you're more tired. Yeah. <laughs> You put so, yourself at risk of falling asleep. I can't watch three movies in a row. Me neither. <laughs> the, they venture further into the bones of the school, passing two large double doors to the cafeteria. It's even darker in there. Not even the dim streetlights from outside can penetrate it, and Lexus swallows thickly at the thought of what horrors could take place in there. Like the scene of the movie Clark made her watch. The name she didn't bother remembering when those disemboweled burnt bodies hung from the ceiling. Yikes. I don't know which one that is. Like, I'm really thinking, but who knows? Maybe it's not one. That's why there isn't a name. Truth. She picks up the pace as they take a sharp right from a lone light, or where a lone light meets them at the end of the hallway. Lexa breathes a sigh of relief as she follows Clark closely, almost stepping on the poor girl's feet. There's at least 30 other students sprawled on the floor of the rearranged classroom. Some already dressed casually in pajamas, whilst others sit in groups atop blankets, sleeping bags, and thin foam mattresses. There's at least five other movies scheduled to start if they haven't already, spread throughout the classrooms of the school. And Lexa wonders if they're all this full. Apparently, the idea of a high school slumber party is more appealing than Lexa first thought. That sounds so fun. Like, yeah, sounds fun. That sounds so fun. Like, and also you get to pick different movies. Like, this would be fun in, like, the gym where, like, oh, a God. thousand people are sleeping, but also it'd be fun to be like, okay, let me pick of these five. We're in the science room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's just like a project, like a regular projector and you're just laying on a tile floor. Like, yes, very fun and stupid. Oh, man. Like, oh, my God. Did you have... Uh, like readathon days in elementary school, where like you got to wear your pajamas and you brought yes. a pillow. Oh yeah. my god, best days, best like, days, great, perfect day, perfect day for me. It's like that, but the horror movie at night, at night, the extra at night, at night. <laughs> it's a struggle to get anywhere, and Lexa apologizes profusely as she tips over spread out legs and hidden feet. Octavia and Raven have already settled in, half hidden away underneath a fort of pillows and an entanglement of blankets. They barely get a chance to say hello before the teacher draws everyone's attention to the front. Mr. Kane, looking very comfortable in a navy blue tracksuit, <laughs> begins to drone on about school rules. Something about detentions in the cafeteria, Alexa doesn't know. She's only half listening because once again, Clark's hand is in hers and she still hasn't let go. Well, Maybe she hasn't noticed, Alexa thinks <laughs> to herself. That, yeah, that's something. <laughs> Hold my hand quick. Like, could not, could not forget when it gets really warm. I got toasty hands. (laughs) I was, it was sitting under me, but. Like, uh, if if your hands are, like, maybe, like, like, back to front, like, back or something, like, sure, that's weird contact, but, like, like, casual. No, but this is totally the thing you think, like, when you're, like, holding your hands with your, when you're holding hands with your crush, they're, like, I, do they know that they're still holding my hand? And it's like, yeah, and they don't actually like. They're like, knows. nobody has that little body awareness, <laughs> right? Well, and also like everyone's thinking that, like you're both probably thinking that, they're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, we're touching hands. <laughs> I wonder if they know that we're still holding hands. I wonder if they know we're still holding hands. Crazy. Maybe she hasn't noticed. She likes the things to herself as she stares down at the pale hand in hers. It's nice though, soft and warm, and she likes the way it wraps perfectly around hers, like the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle fitting together perfectly. Come on, Clark whispers, using the hand to pull Lexa back to her feet. Pulled from her deep thoughts, Lexa blushes as Clark's hand slips away. As soon as it does, her fingers itch to reach out again. There's something comforting about Clark's fingers interlocked with hers, and a sense of security, and Lexa's ache to feel it again. Where are we going? Well, we're not going to sleep in that. Well, you're not going to sleep in that, are you? Clark asks, pointing down at the skinny gray-washed jeans and muddy Converse shoes. 
The wind howls through the narrow walkways, buckling the con... Cog... Oh, God, how do I say... Corrugated. Corrugated? 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 Like, like a cardboard box? I said that word out loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buckling the corrugated iron of the verandas and rattling windows in their sills. It causes the rain to batter down against the building, and Lexa can hear the gentle rumble of thunder in the distance. I heard the severe weather warning over the radio, Clark states as she pushes open the doors to the bathroom. Lexa smiles politely at the group of girls who step out before following Clark inside. You went out during a warning? <gasps> you fools. They're in like a concrete building, so they're fine now. That's true. Honestly, best place to be. It's a place oh, where there's right. like a lot of movies happening. You're right. <laughs> you can't leave. Well, and also like schools are generally like, s- like they're like, you know, cement pipe, like block and like it's a pretty safe location. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't they say it was going to ease? She catches the eyes of Clark through the mirror's reflection. Tomorrow morning, maybe, Clark says, as she leans in closer to pull a stray eyelash that has fallen onto her rosy cheek. But we'll be here all night. (laughs) Lexa nods once with all these other people. Success. (laughs) Voyager. Mm. (laughs) Voyager. (laughs) Lexa nods once before diverting her eyes to her muddy shoes. The black singlet Clark is wearing falls away from her chest, revealing a deep cleavage, and it has Lexa feeling suddenly nervous. I'm not sure what a singlet means because it's Australia, because singlet to me means like... A like wrestling singlet, which I assume is not. I think is it, it means a body one, suit? I think it means onesie. Yeah, like is onesie it... pajamas? Question mark. Let's... I I remember not knowing what this was when I read it, and now we're gonna look it up. <laughs> singlet is like one single jumpsuit, like one a one like piece a one... collarless garment, also known as a sleeveless shirt or vest. What? Wait, what? What if I do? Australia? Is it not pants? <laughs> no, it is not pants. Oh, so it's just a shirt. If I do Australia, um, English term. Oh, like a tank top. Yeah. Okay. It's a tank top. <laughs> a sleeveless. I was imagining uh, yes. like a sleeveless, a sleeveless undershirt known in British English as a vest or in American English as a tank top. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's about, she's sporty. She's about wearing like a sports bra and a singlet. It's, it's <laughs> a the, loose tank top. What's funny is like I follow like, inst- like Australian Instagram influencers and it's funny because like they will say like Australian slang mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, and I'll be like, Psh. and then they'll be like, in American, it means blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, I knew that. And then there's always something that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. So you're talking about the singlet for a while. Okay. So it's revealing your clip, your deep cleavage. And revealing her clit. <laughs> no. The black singlet Clark is wearing falls away from her chest, revealing a deep cleavage. And it has Lexus suddenly feeling nervous. Lexus the first to, cha- to change. She's not accustomed to the pajamas, so instead she just throws on a pair of dark blue soccer shorts and a gray singlet. Her hair is a tangled... Yes, very, very sports pajamas. Her hair is a tangled mess and she regrets not tying it back before stepping out into the wind earlier. Haphazardly, she tosses it over one shoulder before bundling up her clothes and exiting the small stall. Clark is still occupying the other cubicle and Lexa takes the time to try and run her fingers through the mat of hair. Her fingers catch and she winces through the sting, but then the lock on the cubicle door clicks and Lexa's attention is drawn straight to the girl standing in the doorway. Strong, muscular thighs peek out of a tight-fitted, checkered board shorts and a baggy soccer hoodie. Hell yeah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> get a hell yeah! That's my kind of lesbian right there. <laughs> which, is just, which is just written up enough to expose a small slither of soft, pale flesh of Clark's midriff. 
Alexa swallows thickly as inappropriate thoughts cross her mind. Ooh. It's not the first time, but like always, she ignores them. Instead, running her hands under the cold stream of water as a distraction. She clears her thoughts as Clark steps up behind her, eyes raking over Claire's, or not Claire, sorry. <laughs> Clark's figure. It's the first, it's the same first no. four letters. No, no, it's the. Uh, <laughs> and Clark is not a typical girl. No, name. at the beginning of this episode, I actually wanted to comment that I really like the name Clark as a girl's name, and I've thought about it. And I've thought about, like, I was like, oh, someday if I had a girl, I would love to name her Clark, but I don't. I don't identify as a person who's like names their children like nearly their. It'd be like the same name. I'd be like Clark and Claire. Yeah, like best. That's like me naming my child Chase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Grace and Chase. Be a little too much. She clears her throat as Clark steps up beside her, her eyes raking over Clark's figure, completely unaware that Clark is watching her closely out of the corner of her eye. Maybe she's also looking at her. They're checking each other out. Suddenly, there's a loud bang, followed by a loud chorus of giggles as the bathroom door flies open and hits the brick wall behind it. A group of five girls comes barging through, and to Clark's disappointment, Lex has already turned her back, running her hands under the dryer. Only the lights at the front of the classroom are on once Clark and Alexa return. It makes getting to the other side of the room a lot more challenging. Raven and Octavia move as much as they can to give Clark and Lexa some room. It's not much, but it's enough to spread out their legs as they lean up against the wall. It's the first of three movies, so Lexa doesn't bother setting up her bedding. Instead, she just pulls out the sleeping bag. She unzips it, pulling it over both Clark and herself, tucking it up underneath her. Comfy? Yeah, thanks. It's only a whisper, but Lexa loves the rasp in Clark's voice. Like gravel, it catches in her throat, and she notices Clark wet her lips with her tongue. Mm. All right, we ready? Mr. Kane says as he closes the door behind him, and suddenly silence falls across the room. Ready? Clark says with a smirk, and it takes all of Lexa's will to pull her eyes away from the front of the room, er, her eyes away to the front of the room and away from Clark. The lights are switched off, and now there's only the glow of the blue light of the projected screen against the whiteboard. Lexa can feel Clark's body relaxing beside her, and instinctively, she leans in a little closer, but still far enough away that they're not touching. She can't help but groan the groan that slips past her lips in the opening scene. Of course, there's a creepy doll. Why is there always a creepy doll? The Love a creepy doll. <laughs> the familiar sense of discomfort grows once again, and during the scene where there's red crayons scribbled across the walls of a spare room, Lexa looks away. It's subtle, like, some, like something else has drawn her attention, and she's thankful Clark hasn't seemed to notice. It's almost embarrassing, because they're not even five minutes in, and already Lexa wanted to bury her head in the blankets. She almost jumps out of her skin when the loud knocks at the door sound, and she can feel Clark chuckling beside her. It's not funny, she says through gritted teeth, but Clark only laughs harder. It causes a few students to turn around and look at them, so Lexa dips her head in a silent apology before relaxing back down again. Clark seems heavily invested. She rarely ever takes her eyes off the screen, only once to accept the bowl of popcorn Raven offers her. It's cold and chewy, and it gets stuck in Lexa's teeth, but she nibbles on it anyway. Cut. It's the bedroom scene that has Lexa drawing her knees close to her body. She's too busy half-shielding her eyes with her legs to see Clark look over at her. When the door slams, Lexa instinctively yelps. Thankfully, she's not the only one, but she latches onto the closest thing she can. Hands wrap tightly around Clark's arm, and Lexa buries her head into her neck. She can feel her heart battering against her chest, but it evens out quickly as she feels the steady rhythm of Clark's. It thrums gently beneath her, uh, just beneath her lips. Just, er, wait, this sentence has got no commas. One second. <laughs> It thrums gently, just beneath her lips, elevated just like hers, and Lexa wonders if it's because her of the movie. It is, but the lips, she's listening to her heartbeat. <laughs> her, her head is on her chest, her lips are like right where her heart would beat, and her like lips are the, so like... Her lips elevated just like hers is, I'm not sure what... It was probably, it was probably supposed to be There's like her heart summer. rate was, yes. yeah. And Lexa wonders if it's because of the movie or something else. Are you okay? Clark whispers into Lexa's hair. I'm aroused. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, she says blushing as she pulls away. Clerk stiffens slightly, but Lexa didn't think too much about it. Eyes focus on the screen, but it does nothing to the caged butterflies in her stomach. I promise the next one's not as scary, Clark says as she tucks the blanket underneath them. That's what you said about all of them, Lexa starts with a subtle eye roll, which makes Clark smile. Yeah, well, I'll probably never be able to look at my wardrobe ever again. Lexa watches as Clark rummages around in her bag, pulling out a can and offering one to her. Thanks to you, I'm never going to be able to sleep again, Lexa says as a teasing smile spreads across her lips. Why would you want to sleep? Oh, you could not sleep with me. <laughs> Let's not sleep together. We could together. stay up because of all these energy drinks. What are we going to do with all this extra energy? Uh, I wish and, there was a way to... heart palpitations. I wish there was a way to burn it off. I wish there was a way to pound that out. <laughs> That's for the Patreon. <laughs> Get it out. The art room is a lot bigger, which means they can settle down comfortably right in the back corner underneath the large windows. Though Lexa is reluctant, the contorted branches of the trees swaying outside look more like gangly fingers etching their way closer, and the last thing Lexa wants is to be spooked by the shadows. It's not until the tent scene that Lexa gets the urge to look away. And I don't remember what movie we're in. She knows... Wait. Is this Conjuring? This? I think this might be The Sixth Sense. Yeah, this is The Sixth Sense. Is that the I See Dead People? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the tent scene. Oh, uh, well, well I'll, I'll explain it once we read the whole sentence. It's not until the tent scene that Lexa gets the urge to look away. She knows something's about to happen. Even Clark is rigid, sitting beside her, and they both jump when the girl appears, vomiting from the mouth. <laughs> Basically, he runs into a tent to hide from the ghost that he's seeing, and then the camera, like, jump cuts to, like, a ghost being... Like a little girl ghost being yeah. in the tent with him, but like fully oh, vomiting. Sure. It's really, it is very scary. But Clark gasps, and it's then Lexa looks away because her attention drawn to the tight hand gripping around hers just beneath the blanket. It catches her off guard, and she freezes momentarily, scared that if she moves just an inch, Clark might pull back. I wasn't expecting that, Clark admits quietly. And even though Lexa's attention is back on the movie, she can feel the girl's eyes roaming over her, and she's completely aware that Clark's hand is still comfortable in hers. This is such a like, you ever being like 13 and people being like, God, bring her to a horror movie so that like she gets scared and touches you. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I do remember that. This is that, but like in real life. <laughs> but not, but not. How it would happen in real life. <laughs> this is, this is how rumors like that got started. Right, because I don't, I don't think that I've ever done that once. Been like, oh, accidentally touching my date because I was scared. No, no. <laughs> like everything is intentional. Right, yeah. Really if, I'm, oh. if I'm scared and I don't want to touch you, like, I'm not gonna... No, right. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here. Just... In, hiding just, in my own hands. Yeah, in the same way I'm not, like, cuddled up to some stranger. Like, we both... Yeah, like, this. I wouldn't jump and touch the person next to me. Right. <laughs> it's dumb. Shit. Lexa hears Clark cuss more than halfway through the movie. She looks over to see Clark fidgeting restlessly. I gotta pee. Then it dawns on Lexa that... I thought you that... were saying that. No. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was I like, great, so we're in the middle just of a thing. Bye. <laughs> I was like, guys, we're in the middle of it. I gotta pee. Carry on. Then it dawns on Lexa that it means they have to go out there alone. Oh. With the bathroom scene still vivid in Lexa's mind, she can't help but ask, right now? Only for Clark to look at her disconcertingly as, Lexa's as Lexa chances a glance out the window into the blackened corridor. Clark ventures out but first, but even Lexa can sense she's hesitant. It doesn't take long to make it to the bathroom. Ne <laughs> that would be so funny to be like the teacher on duty in the hallway to make sure no one's fucking around and like just watch like two girls like look in the hallway and like just like scaredly run to the bathroom <laughs> do you have a hall pass like oh i would so fuck with them <laughs> i'm a dick <laughs> oh that'd be really funny like midway midway through a movie horror movie like panic oh anyway. man it doesn't take long to make it to the bathroom, neither of them mentioning the quick pace of their feet. They laugh together once they reach the safety of the lit toilets. It's significantly colder in here, and it causes Lexa to shiver. You're cold, Clark notices, pointing down at the sheen of goosebumps covering Lexa's arms. I'll be fine once we go back. 
Beauclerk is already pulling herself out of her hoodie, and Lexa can't help but look. She so badly wants to reach out and reach out her hand, trace patterns with her fingers in the delicate skin of Claire's hips. Clark's hips. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your wife already thinks we're like having no. <laughs> having a really annoying affair. And I, I'm like oh, Grace's man. wife. Um, if we are, I, I don't, I don't know that we are. <laughs> we're having literally the it's farthest the thing. Slowest of burns. <laughs> when we're like 80, you'll we're be, finally get a kiss. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be like, I'll put my like dentures back in, and I'll be like, wow. So that's what <laughs> this 80 years has been leading up to. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm dead. Like, I know your wife isn't actually concerned about no, it, and that's why it was a, like... a fun joke. <laughs> that's why it's funny, but it's like, no. And it's, Clark is just very close to Claire, so I get it, but like... I don't oh like well. saying it. Clark's hips. And then Grace's hands drifted over Claire's hips body. Face. <laughs> Here, Clark says, with a smug, Clark says with a smug smirk handing over the jumper. Instantly, Lexa can feel the heat rise up in her neck, so she quickly takes it, pulling it over to conceal her embarrassment. She can't help but take a deep breath in. The warmth of the jumper envelops her instantly. But it's the smell of Clark, so strong and and addictive, that she just wants to bury herself in deeper. It smells sweet, like ripened peaches mixed with something that reminded Lexa of the ocean, like the saltwater spray of the waves. It's intoxicating, and Lexa can't focus on anything else. It looks good on you, Clark says, though her voice sounds a little bit lower and huskier than usual. Looks good on you. Now you're cold. Now you're cold, Lexa replies as she busies herself with the paper towel, self-conscious as to how much time she'd spent breathing in Clark. (laughs) Just like huffing. (laughs) Yeah, you're not subtle. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only two people in the bathroom. I wonder if she likes me. (laughs) (laughs) As you watch her like deeply inhale your smell. Ugh. The girl in front of her watches her closely, eyes focused on Lexa's hands. There's a look in her eyes Lexa can't quite decipher, and it makes her nervous. We should head back, she offers softly, depositing the wet towel into the bin and turning to exit through the door. A cold hand reaches out and wraps tightly around Lexa's slender wrist, and instantly Lexa's heart jumps into her throat. It hammers away to make it almost impossible to breathe as Clark pulls her back. There's a split second where darkened eyes dip down to Lexa's lips, then back up to meet her own. Then, warm lips press gently against hers, and it's like Lexa's suddenly forgotten how to breathe. Mm. It's soft and tender, and the dra- I know, like, the buildup was like, it's just happening now. <laughs> it's soft and tender, and the drag of Clark's cold nose on her cheek sends a pleasant shiver down her spine. But in a moment of panic, Lexa pulls away, eyes trained on Clark, as if searching for something, as if silently asking if she's sure, and she finds it in the way Clark's eyes flitter back down to Lexa's lips, like she's wanted this as long as Lexa has. There's a desire in her eyes. Lexa can recognize it because it's the same look she gives Clark. So Lexa takes Clark's bottom lip, relishing in how soft it feels in between hers, and kisses her back with a little more force. Benevolent hands begin to slowly roam aimlessly across the soft skin of Clark's broad broad shoulders to the back of Lexa's neck. Like there's so much both of them want to discover, but they both don't know where to begin. It's Lexa who runs a hot tongue across Clark's bottom lip, and she hears how the breath catches in the girl's throat exactly like that. Clark grants her permission almost instantly, but the kiss remains as gentle as it began. There's no tongues fighting for dominance or clashing of any teeth. Instead, it feels more like finally coming home. A place where Lexa feels comfortable and safe. Oh. Clark, I know, because they've been so scared. 
And also the world is dark. <laughs> I thought you'd like that line because I know how much you love crashing lips. To be like, well, not today. And their tongues aren't fighting deaf or dumb. I know. Like, like, I do think that line is funny every time I hear it. But like, I like, I like the specification that no, that is not happening this today. Is not on this nice. day. Not on this day. It is They're- dark. They are scared. These are tender kisses. Claire kisses her like she's savoring every moment. She takes her time mapping out Lex's mouth. Learning the moment of her tongue. Learning the movement. Movement. There we go. Learning the movement of her tongue as it skates across her own. Cap. Stop that. (laughs) That was such a gross sound. I'm sorry. That was a little wet. I was miming it with my tongue and it got a little too wet. I only noticed once you made this out that I looked at you and your tongue was like fully across your mouth. Capturing Lex's bottom lip like it's forged out of the finest china, fragile and delicate. I'm high on the sugar from this Coke. Clark. She whispers against Clark's lips. What? Her fingers run through the baby hairs on the nape of Clark's neck. Maybe it's a question. Maybe it's a plea. But all Clark does is nod, a gentle hum tickling Lex's lips as she she walks the girl backwards. Clark gasps when her back hits the cold brick of the wall, Hmm. but their lips have still yet to part, so Lexa swallows it as soon as it leaves Clark's mouth. She smiles when she feels the blonde wrap her arms around the small of her back. Allows herself to fall into the warmth of Clark's body, shivering when she hears a little moan escape past Clark's throat. Minutes must fly, but it doesn't matter to Lexa, and for the first time in her life, she finally understands what people meant when they said it's like the whole world stops. It's this moment she forgets about the movie playing down the hall. She forgets that that's where she should be right now. Forgets about Fright Night. Because in this moment, it's only Clark. It's the silky softness of her legs against hers, the shared breast they both inhale, the way Clark ignites her skin in trails of small fire with her fingers. Then there's the distant sound of muffled voices drawing near, and it's something neither of them can ignore. They've already been gone too long, and the second movie's already ended, and people are moving on to the next. We need to get back, Clark says reluctantly, as she runs the pad of her thumb across Lex's kissed, bruised lips, foreheads still pressed together. The teacher isn't too impressed as Lexa and Clark sneak into the English room. He glances over at them with a quirked bry eye- Oh my god, I should say eye and brow at the same time. A quirked eyebrow. <laughs> a quirked Brian. Bry. <laughs> before tapping the watch fastened to his wrist. Thankfully, Clark's English teacher is accustomed to Clark's punctuality, or lack thereof, and she's pretty certain they'll get away with just a verbal warning. They find a spot in the left corner of the room. The angle's not great to see the screen, but clearly neither of them care. Clark decides to to spread her sleeping bag out so both of them can lay on it for extra cushioning, while Lexa undoes hers to use as a top blanket. They lay down together, heads propped up with two pillows each, and Lexa notices just how Clark is, shoulders pressed snugly together. She smiles when she feels the weight of Clark's head on her shoulder, shudders as a warm breath tickles her neck. What are you thinking about? Lexa asks, noticing that Clark can't see anything from where she's lying. In the darkness of the room, it's difficult to see her expression, but she knows Clark is distracted by something. I want to kiss you again, Clark admits quietly, eyes peering up at Lexa through long eyelashes. In one smooth motion, Lexa manages to pull the blanket over their heads, and before Lexa knows it, Clark's lips are back on hers. Movie make out. Maybe not in your high school, but like I, I understand. I love it. I love it for the plot. I have a question. Yes. Um, our our high school teachers. If this was an event that was happening yes. as a high school teacher, yes. are you like required to be like, hey, head off shoulder? You're dangerously close to smooching. I don't think I would care about head on shoulder, but if I saw two people duck under a blanket, I'd be like, you fucking stop it. <laughs> like I'm just like I I'm, just got to assume the worst. Right. I would, right. I'm like, it off of you. It's like as much as it's a public school which um in america public schools are still very like abstinence positive um is that uh my question
tradition is it's like, if you can't use the save some room for Jesus, like... What I you think mean? you just say, I can see you making out, stop. Like, <laughs> just use good old-fashioned embarrassment. Oh, yeah. No, straight up, I'd walk over and, like, slap their heads a little bit. Like... <laughs> Be like, hey, hey, hey. I see you. I don't want to. Like, go do that in the bathroom. <laughs> or I can't see you, and so I don't have to... Or I would do the thing where I would, like, shove a condom into their nose. Like, <laughs> just be like, no. No, no, no. If you're gonna do that, be safe and do it somewhere else, because... Like, Good God. I that's so wanna, embarrassing. I wanna, Good. <laughs> you should be embarrassed. You're making out in front of 30 people. <laughs> Which, like, I get it. There's not a lot of places to be. There's we all know of, what's happening. And there's a lot of hormones going on. Oh, totally. Okay. I made out on, like, the Showfire bus. Like, there's you get you, you, there's not a place to be. You don't live by yourself. Like, you're going to be... It's either make out with your parents in the same building or make out with other people your age. And it's yeah. like, well, potato, potato. Like, there's no great choice. It's fair. That's fair. It's not a... No. It's a... What's the, what's the word? Sophie's choice... Sure. Yeah, it's a rock and a hard place. Yeah, not a good, not a good position to be in. But yeah, I liked that one because it that was, was like good. real. Like this is just what fanfic is for: <laughs> is to be like, let's let's get them to kiss each other. <laughs> they just be kissing. They just gonna kiss a little bit. It's cute. And that's all. Bye. <laughs> that's it. That's the plot. <laughs> that's the plot. Yep. That's I it. love that. <laughs> it does make me. It does make me more curious about uh, watching the hundred. Right. I gotta get into it. And I, I, the this again. This one was like a fluffy, soft version of what this author usually writes. And I don't think the hundred's very soft. It's very no. post-apocalyptic. I think it's dark. But like maybe there's some moments of softness for like when they fall in love and stuff. We'll see. I'll I'll watch like probably two episodes and report back. <laughs> Good. That's all we need. Yes, in the same way that I'm very slowly getting through everything else Claire wants me to watch. All right. So, last regular up of the season. Whew. <laughs> That's a tall order. Probably. <laughs> we don't know. Yes, we've done... Okay, so we've done some, some like, uh, ch- children's media. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to give you something to go off on a bang. And I know there's a lot of like very um memeified and like dumb fanfic of this. Yeah. You don't need to bring me that, but I feel like maybe you'll find something in the fun spirit of Shrek fanfiction. <laughs> Cause like there's a there's that like weird short animation that someone made that's like Shrek doing weird Shrek stuff and like oh. there's like a lot of Tumblr stuff about Shrek yeah, there's a lot yeah. of memes about Shrek I, I, it's gotta be a weird place <laughs> I can only imagine and it's something I assume everyone knows about so that'll be a nice unifying factor yeah I feel like we've all seen Shrek yeah for the end of the season in which we've seen none of the things that we've talked about we've all we've all seen Shrek <laughs> we've all a unifier for the end of the season yeah real uh, wrapping it up <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm scared, but I'm intrigued. Don't bring me a drink with an onion in it, because I will punch you. <laughs> All right, so next week is going to be, uh, in theory, our last regular episode uh, with whatever Claire finds in the Shrek fandom, and then continue to send us uh, not only fic requests with, uh, if it is long, please tell us which section is the most poppin' section, so we can read only that one, and also continue to give us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts so that we can ask you what fic you would like us to write, and we can write it for you and read it on the very last episode of this season. A lot of you have been writing those. Not a lot of you cash in, which, like, fine, but, you know, you might as well. You already did the work. Yeah, I mean, like, I love a good, uh, I love a good freebie for myself, but... I've already uh, written a couple of them, and they're quality. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of the ones I've written. very excited to read you, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of the ones that we've already gotten. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, 
Tumblr, and TikTok. TikTok. I was Facebook. like, yeah, I was like, and Facebook at uh, Fine Pairings Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Fine Pairings Pod, and you can always email us at Fine Pairings Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon, which is smutty adult content, which means that you cannot search for it. You must use our link that is within our link tree and in all of our episode descriptions. And on that, for $5 a month, you get two episodes of smutty fix that are... some very stupid themes sometimes. Yes. (laughs) Like the ones that I found today, probably going to put those into whatever we do for Halloween. Love it. Love it. Yeah, we did our Twilight July on the Patreon this year. We did not Twilight June uh, for more vampire fun. And then uh, August, which I think... This is coming out. No, we're we're a little bit past August, but in the backlog is uh, technically a virgin August. All of these things can be yours for five dollars a month or more, and that's it. <laughs> that's all of our. That's, that's it. All our stuff. That's it. That's the show. We'll see. That's it. That's the show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.